This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get hefty, ultra-strong with new Fabuloso lemon scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Welcome. Lost the intro file. <laughs> it's there somewhere. Should have checked it before I started. It's going to be an extra one. Uh, hello. How's everybody doing? Hello, Bridget and Melissa. I'm going to uh, get the housekeeping out the way, of course. Uh, so if you'd like a nice Supreme's premium cigar, go to mypatriotcigar.com and use the promo code MOTORCOP15 and you will get 15% off your entire order. You know, you'll be helping support a United States based company and also getting a premium product while you're at it and getting 15% off. So if you want to get a cigar, go grab that. We're going to thank our, uh, Patreon members. <clears throat> Been putting a lot of stuff out over there. So we're going to help Mr. Uh, help him. <laughs> thank Mr. Jim, uh, P. For uh, being a full-fledged crew member, he needs to get with me. So uh, tell me what kind of mug that he would like to get. We got our favorite truck driver, Mr. Hoppy Hoppison, crew member. Hang around, Chad Jenkins. Uh, A-A-Ron is a prospect from I Had to Say It podcast. Mr. Christopher DeMars, full-fledged crew member. Z Palmer, crew member. Lauren Stimson, crew member. Roy Spaulding, not Roy P. He's a crew member. A favorite girl from down under. JoJo is a crew member. Kaylee Norris, Natasha from Washington, and our OG crew member, Melissa H. I appreciate every one of y'all. Y'all helping me pay the bills. Uh, can't thank y'all enough. Uh, other than that, go like and subscribe. Uh, I should be up on Rumble right now also. You can go check out over there too. I actually have, uh, Vaughn live up this time on another screen. So if anybody writes anything on there, I can see it since it, I don't know if anybody does. It's not popping up on this one. So, uh, I'm going to try something a little different on this first story. We're going to see how it works out. We're going to see. Okay. I'm going to read, talk about the story. I'll put up a phone number if anybody wants to call in. Uh, we will attempt to do this. And, uh, see how it is. Now, if you call in, what's up, AA Ron? If you call in, <clears throat> let's not, uh, nothing racist, nothing, uh, nothing like that. Okay. Uh, so just letting y'all know now, just, just don't do anything like that or I will never do it again and I'm going to kick you off. So the first story I want to talk about, well, first I'll give y'all a story about what happened this morning. Not even a news article or nothing like that. So, as y'all know that's been listening to me, I've been off on vacation since, uh, December, what, 18th or so? 17th, something like that. I've been off for a while. I had time to burn, I was burning it. Well, so, it's Monday. Time to get back to the grind, right? Get up at 4.30, get dressed, leave. Get to work about half an hour early. I go 
Dispatch calls me. Got something on me. String or something. Uh, dispatch calls me and, uh, asks me what I'm doing. So I'm about to drink some coffee and eat some breakfast. Well, come to find out, I didn't have to go back to work until Tuesday. I didn't know today was considered a holiday since, uh, New Year's came in on a weekend. So, uh, I drank my coffee and ate my breakfast and, uh, went back home, asked me, <laughs> called them on the phone, told them I was going to be 42 off shift, uh, let them know I'm off, you know, the dispatcher thought it was a little funny that, uh, she's like, you don't want to, you don't want to call it out on the radio. I said, well, I feel stupid enough as it is already since I drove into work and didn't have to come to work. No reason I think they caught it was because a, uh, a, de- a detective, uh, called like, Freaking out, I think he was working a detail or something and heard me go 10-8 thinking that maybe he got his days messed up because we're all off on the same days and, uh, so they were like, no, you know, so, hello, Lexi. So yes, the ice man got up, got dressed, went to work, didn't have to go to work, came back home, but it got me up early. I didn't sleep in for damn sure. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I just, that, that was a little fuck up. That's not the first time I've ever done it. It's the first time I've done it in probably about 15 years. I did it many, many moons ago. But, uh, yeah, I can make fun of myself. I'm <laughs> just like, yeah, I just, I just, uh, screwed up royally on that one. But hey, it could have been, I, I'd rather take that kind of screw up than another one. Oh, by the way, for my, uh, drop something on myself. <laughs> These are the Duke the Dog shirts. Uh, After I washed it, it's better. At first, I didn't like it at all, but once I looked, I was eating something. Okay, look at uh oh. The Duke the Dog shirt. That's the front on the back. It's uh, you know, haters be patient on it. And uh, hello Ashley, you know. But these are it. I guess I'll be putting them up like that since I washed it. Now, since this stuff has things on the sleeves, also specialized tag in our back takes longer for them to come in because they are made outside of the country so if you go to the website up here motorcopchronicles.com you can click on go to the etsy store if you want t-shirts they got i think i put the crew shirts up now i got a lot of compliments on them hell even the granddaughter liked it uh it's got the original crew we're gonna have a new crew member which is gonna be a big red him and I, the box probably going to swap up because I think they're going to be on opposite shifts. It's going to make it easier. So, uh, oh, yes, yes, Chad. Duke was not happy this morning when I stuck his ass outside at, at, uh, six o'clock. Just a little bit before six, but like about 545 when I was leaving, Duke was pissed off. Duke's actually laying on the floor right here being a good boy. So I'm not going to disturb him. I think he's sleeping being a good boy right now. But he is he was not happy. But uh but yeah, but I I'm <laughs> I still laughing at myself. The, the you know, I'm a fifty one year old man and I don't even know when I'm supposed to go to work and shit. I was just going to work and just <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now if the weather if the weather would have been better this morning. It wasn't bad weather, but it was like super foggy, okay? It was super foggy outside. If the weather would have been better <laughs> I wouldn't have came home. I'd have just went straight out to the slab, the old interstate, and I'd have spread some New Year's Eve cheer out there. But 
it was pretty foggy. Roads were damp. I'm not going to go out there and uh, put any civilian's life in danger, nor my own, over a, a traffic ticket or nothing like that. So I drove home, and I'm going to end up doing this instead. So let's get into this first story here. Uh, yeah, it was it, the, Melissa, it was bad fog here. The other morning, it was so foggy out here. We had multiple uh, pileups on the interstate. Visibility was almost nothing. It was so bad. My stepdaughter and her boyfriend and stuff ended up staying at his mom's house because they didn't want to leave because you, you had almost zero visibility. So. It wasn't quite that bad this morning, but when you're out on the interstate working traffic, I mean, it's dangerous as it is. And like I said, I don't want to put no civilian's life in danger, and I don't want to get myself killed in the process of it either. So what happened over the weekend? It was a extreme tragedy. Uh, there was a car chase. I don't have to read the whole story. There was a car chase that came out of Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge City. Uh, this guy, let me get, pull a picture of him up. I'm about to have to sneeze. Hold on. Uh, good thing I got to that mute button, right? This guy, this guy right here, this fella, he, uh, I don't know what's wrong with Facebook for anybody else or not. Uh, Maybe try to reload it or something there. Uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, this guy right here. His name. I'm trying to get his name. He. I'll get his name in a minute. Anyway, he he broke into or forced his way into, I think, some family members' residence. Thanks, Dustin. <laughs> and, uh, to family members' residence, uh, pushed his way in, broke in, I'm not sure. Then he, uh, he stole their car. Okay. Uh, got, they got into a chase, uh, they went through, they were in Baton Rouge City. They went into East Baton Rouge, uh, crossed the river into West Baton Rouge, and ended up making a U-turn right around the Iberville border, Parish border, and was going back through West Baton Rouge. And I think he finally got caught back in East Baton Rouge Parish. Okay. His name is, uh, his last name is Zanders. This guy right here. Anyway, he's arrested. But that's what started off. To Quill Zanders. Well, while they were in Bruley, an Addis officer uh, was, I guess, I, I'm, I'm not sure if he was in the chase or he was trying to get to get catch up to it or what. But from what the news is saying is that, uh, you say is he went through a red light. Now I do not know, and I'm not going to assume. I'm going to assume that he had his lights and sirens on. He may not have. I don't know. 
I just know if I'm running to, I know I'm talking from my experience. If I was involved in this, I would have my lights and sirens activated. Okay. Uh, little Mary timer. Uh, anyway, he ran through a red light and he, uh, struck a vehicle that had, uh, three, three kids in it. Two of them were high school girls. Uh, this is them right here. Move him out the way. He's a bad guy. These, these two little girls right here. And they got hit by the Addis police officer, which is this guy right here. Right here. And these little girls right here died. I think they were 16, 17 or something like that, or 15, 16. Uh, juvenile, still in high school. See, they have their little cheerleader outfit on. Anyway, they, they ended up dying. The, one of them's brother, I don't know if he's still in the hospital, but he was in the hospital in, uh, critical condition. The, the brother, I think he's 18 or 19. Uh, like I said, well, they, uh, I think it was today, today or this morning or get last, last night, uh, the officer right here, you know, he hadn't been with Addis for long. Anyway, he, his name's David Cotherin. He's 42. He's 42 years old. He, uh, they ended up charging him with two counts of negligent homicide and, uh, neg- one kind of negligent ear- injuring. Now, the bad guy that I took his, his picture down, Mr. Zanders over here, they charged him with two counts of manslaughter. And I don't know if they charged him with anything with uh, the young man yet or not, but they charged him also. My thing is, I've been reading a lot of comments. Yeah, it, it is It is sad, Maritimer. See, so from Canada. Go ahead and uh, follow me if you want to or follow me on the other platforms. I'll appreciate it. Uh, My thing is, I've been seeing a lot of, a lot of stuff online about him, okay? Okay. My deal is, okay, I, I do this for a living, still do. It's tragic. These little girls died. Families. Christmas and New Year's, ne- and this part of the year will never be right for these families ever again. I don't know this man personally. I did see on his Facebook. He is married. Has, I think, some stepkids and some regular kids, at least three, four, five, or something like that, all together. Okay, he is a family man. I can guarantee you right now, this man is probably beside himself with grief. Even though he got arrested, his bond was a hundred thousand. I'm assuming he's out. I'm not sure. I don't say. The other guy, I doubt he's out of jail. I don't know. Sanders guy. I think it's stuff I've been reading online is, of course, you have all the, you know, stuff like this brings out the wokeness in a whole bunch of people. And I've seen a lot of people are, you know, oh, well, they ought to stop car chases altogether. You know, why were they chasing them? But, you know, they could have just let them go. They knew who he was. And then, yeah, they, they probably could have let him go. Probably could have. Or, um, you know, 
But, you know, a lot of people are saying that the stuff like we, the cops need to stop chasing people and all stuff like that. Well, my thing is, you know, he probably might, if he, he did, he obviously, they, they watched footage of car cameras and everything else. Let me say this first before I start getting into it any deeper. When, when being in law enforcement, if you're chasing someone, lights and sirens don't matter. I'm assuming lights and sirens are on. If not, they're not. <clears throat> but when we're chasing someone, you have to, whenever you come up to a stop sign, a red light or anything else like that, you still have to stop or slow down enough to make sure. And uh you got to stop and make sure it's clear to go through that intersection. Because if you just blow through it, lights or sirens or not, and you don't make sure, and you cause a crash, you're at fault in the crash, like I believe he is, you're still responsible. Lights and sirens do not negate the fact that you still have to make sure it's safe to go through that intersection, okay? That, that's most, that's most policies from most departments. A lot of departments, um, some northern part, a lot of departments, some woke departments are, can't even chase people. But I'm saying you still, uh, now, do I think we should have to stop chasing people? No. Because look, look at in Washington, Chicago, New York, a lot of these places that I did stories on them where the cops are not allowed to chase people. In cars or in Chicago, you got to get permission from your supervisor before you even pursue somebody on foot. So basically, you just don't chase them. Like, what are you going to do? Hold up, bad guy. Wait right there. We'll keep our distance. I got to make sure that I can chase you. The guy's gone by the time you get permission to chase. A lot of them, you know, I just did a story, I think in Washington or something like that, that when... I mean, they're saying, you know, people, you know, they put their light, the cops put the lights on to pull people over and they just take off because they know they can't, that the cops aren't allowed to chase them. If they change it where you can't chase people, what's going to happen is you're going to have, just like in Chicago and all them areas, you're going to have more carjackings. You're going to have people jump in the car and take off because they know if they take off, the cops can't be able to chase you. Okay, well, well, they got your car. So, do I believe that we should you have to stop chasing people no what you have to do is use some common sense you have to, I've said it before you have to control your adrenaline keep your mind going slow during situations like this I've been in plenty of car chases trust me it, it's very very frustrating to uh, let a bad guy go and not keep going after him but I've done it on numerous occasions done some just last year when I was in one it's getting too dangerous I, I don't know why they were running but speeds were hitting 120 plus and it was heavy traffic driving on a shoulder he was passing people at 120 plus on the shoulder uh, was me stopping him and putting this person him I'm saying him putting this person in jail to uh, worth Doing it. Hold, hold on a second. We're going to have the boxes calling me. Hold on, box. Get you plugged in here. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, 
Yeah, I can hear you. You know I'm live, right? Yeah, I was okay. catching the first part of it as I was walking into the office. Okay. We're talking about I'm talking about the, the incident in Addis. Yeah. It's a bad deal all the way around, man. You know, I know the families personally. I know I don't know the officer personally. But I mean, man, that's just a bad thing all the way around. Like I said, yeah. There's there's no you know, you know, they tell you, oh, you got to make lemonade out of lemons and all that. There's nothing to make out of this, dude. Oh, yeah. Well, Tammy's like, Tammy Collier's like, it's truly a sad day for our community prayers for our hopeful. Hopefully, our officers will pay closer attention to other traffic. Yes, I mean, you have to pay attention. I'm going to tell you, as a cop, still active duty, when you're, when you're doing that, you have to learn how to. You have to, oh, you have to, you have to control, you, I say control your adrenaline. You have to learn how to deal with that ad- adrenaline dump. Okay. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to sit here and armchair quarterback another cop on that. I mean, no, I'm just saying, just, uh, I'm just saying you have to pay attention. My thing oh, is, absolutely. You, your, your senses have to go up a million more times because there's, you got stuff coming out from every angle. But, I, something like that. but I'm guaranteeing you this man right here. Is he's not? I can't. I, I I wouldn't even want to be in his mind right now. And it ain't from the fact that he uh he got arrested. Because I know if I was him, that part wouldn't be bothering me right now. It's the point that I took the lives of two young people. Yeah, and, and, my fault. Oh, and it's possibility is a possibility. It might be a third. Yeah. So I guarantee you. I mean, besides that, I'm just saying he he's living with that right now, and I could see that he was a family man. Like I said, I'm sure it, it it was a mistake. It was a horrible mistake. But people don't need to beat him up because this could have nope. been anybody else just in a normal traffic crash, driving down the road. It happens every day. People are driving down the road not paying attention with this, like this, driving down the road just like this, and what happened? They get in a crash, oh, and, and people get hurt, and people die. Absolutely okay. correct, dude. And I can promise you, like I said, I don't know him personally. But I can promise you that, that dude didn't wake up New Year's Eve day and say, hey, guess what I'm about to do today? I can promise you that. That would probably never even crossed his mind that he would have to encounter something like that. Melissa, they did charge him. The only thing, they didn't charge the, the, the cop at first. I think they went back and watched them, uh, some footage. Uh, yeah, the they, they watched his- yeah, from what I understand, they, they was doing about 86 miles yeah, an I hour. Say, I think I read that. I think he was doing like 86 when he went through it. And I, like I said, do you know if his license sirens, I don't know. I'm assuming his license sirens were activated. I, I, I have not seen an official word on it, but I would assume that they were on. Yeah, I would assume, like I said, it, it don't, it don't negate the fact you still have to slow down through intersections. Yeah, you got to make sure it's safe for you so, to go through that intersection because regardless if you're running lights or sirens, you go through that intersection and you cause a wreck, you're at fault for it. And that that's what that's what's happening to this poor man right here. And like I said, the tragedy with these poor young girls right here. Yeah, like Robert said, it sucks, but you have to stop and clear intersection. You have yep. to, you have to do it. But the 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 woke and even more so for you guys on the motorcycles, dude, because y'all are in such a, a smaller. I slow down at intersections even when I'm not running code and I got a green light to tell you the truth on it. 
because they'll take you out in a heartbeat. Because you would get run over so fast. It's just a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, the crap that I was just reading online. Oh, they're, they're, they're crucifying him. It's like these people, first of all, I'd like to say it, some, to some of these people that are online doing it, just crapping all over him. Like the main person's fault it is was the Xander fellow that broke in or pushed his way into the family house. And, and yeah. started the whole thing in the first place. The whole, the, yeah, the, the the base of all this lies on him. It's like you got comments. It's like if the police officer had sirens on, he can run the red light. No, he can't. No, that's not no, true. You, you can't. Uh, uh, like, but anyway, you know, I just wanted to call just, in. All right, buddy. I just wanted to call in, you know, and and say that. You know, I, this is not, there's, there's no shine right at the end of this tunnel or anything. Nobody's coming out ahead. Nope. And it, it, yeah, it's a, nobody's in It's a horrible yes. thing for the whole community just because it's, it's in that community. He lived there. The kids live there. You know, it's just. Yeah, this is, I mean, it's not, this ain't, this didn't happen in a big giant city. So. No, no, not at all. So. so, all right, man. You have a good one and I'm going 10 8. All right, buddy. Be careful. Later. Yes, sir. Yes, Holstera, the, the two little cheerleaders right here got killed in a car accident. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's, it's extremely tragic. So, what I want to do. That's not Big Red. That, that is another officer, uh, the one that was involved in the accident. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put this number up. Anybody wants to call in? Tell us what they think. That's fine. There's a number. It's 225. Hopefully this works. 9106104. Anybody wants to do it, call in. Tell me what you think. That we're not, just don't get stupid or nothing like that. I'll just hang up on you. So I'll give it a minute. Like I said, tell me what you think. Uh, it's, uh, like I said, it's this, it's this guy's the, the primary person at fault with it right here. Right there. He's the one that started the whole mess. If he wouldn't have broke the law in the first place, none of this would have happened. My thing is, is what do you think? Cause people are, now people are saying, oh, police should stop chasing people over, you know, all he did was steal a car. They knew who he was. Yada, yada, yada. Hello? What are we? Uh, we got no call waiting. I'm trying this for the first time. Oh, oh, we got to fix this this audio. That's for sure. What audio? It sounds like you're 100 miles away. Oh well, I'm sorry. I can hear you. Fine. Would you like That's to say, fine. sir? Oh, I, I just want to say I think you made this all up. You grabbed some cheerleaders and a picture of Big Red and was like, I got this new story. No, I did not make Is it Is this up. the one that you sent me where the officer lost control of the squad and crashed? He didn't lose control of the squad. He uh, he, he went through a light. I, th- I need a new cord. I see some wires showing. That might be it. Uh, he, he ran through a red light and, uh, in a pursuit and 
side and ran in the side of the was, two young ladies. Was he at least running to a car? Yeah, it was a car chase. Oh well, I mean, unfortunately, shit happens. Yeah, well, you still gotta, you still we gotta. Can't all be California and just cancel, you know, pursuits. But you still gotta slow down and check. Still gotta make sure. You. You still yeah, gotta make sure it's clear. So. Yeah, I'll. Uh, all right, I'll let you get back to telling the stories. I just wanted to check out the uh, telephone number. Is this going to be a permanent line for the episode? Yes. Awesome. All right, everybody, enjoy. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right. I don't know if I don't know if it's called waiting. I don't know how it works. I just got a Skype number, so. If not, we're going to start on, we'll start moving on to the next story. If anybody does want to call and talk about it, we, they can. But, uh, Robert says, without a doubt, if we never chase anyone ever, that's the wrong answer. People will always, will all just run knowing they'll never be held accountable or pursued. The DA and courts have got to start holding people accountable for breaking the law. That being said, officers have to clear the intersection. Take me and Robert on the same one. Uh, said first time he called it beeping home. I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I'm trying it for the first time. Uh, you have to clear it. You just can't, uh, like I said, I, I, I don't believe the man did it on, on, uh, purpose. It was an, is an accident. Unfortunately, people, uh, lost their lives in it. We'll go on to the next story. Got these two fellows right here. Bridget, uh, said the officer should absolutely be held accountable for not making sure the intersection was clear, but it sickens me that everyone's placing full blame on the officer and none on the criminal who was the sole reason for the pursuit to begin with. It's correct, Bridget. I mean, so, I mean, that he he's charged, but not him. But he's charged, but they're still, you know, they're making it sound like it's all the cops' fault. It's like, come on, people. The cop wouldn't have been chasing nobody or nothing like that if it wasn't for the criminal that broke the law and started it all in the first place. These two fellows right here, they got arrested. After an hour long, hours long standoff with deputies in Tangible Hope Parish, an apartment complex. Tangible Hope Parish is not a big parish. It's a big parish. It's not a very densely populated area. And they've been having all kind of shit going on over here like crazy. Uh, lately. I don't know. It's like, it's like the Matrix is just glitching. Anyway, these two men were taken into custody on this past Friday night after an hours-long standoff with deputies while they were evading arrest earlier that same day. According to the sheriff's office, the two-hour standoff started around 7 at the Woodland Apartments in Tickfall, Louisiana, which is like this big. It's like it's tiny on the map. Uh, we got Kevin Provost 24 uh, had... Uh, Kelvin, not Kevin. And he's 24. He had barricaded himself, himself inside the apartment. I'm not sure which one's Kevin. He had several outstanding warrants. 
He was also wanted by a bail's bondsman, including for a felon in possession of a firearm. The SRT, which is a SWAT team, responded to the apartment complex and attempted to negotiate. He eventually came out and was arrested. Well, I guess he was eventually arrested at 9 p.m. that night. It's like, come on, dude, come out. Nobody wants to hurt you. You know you're surrounded. You can't get out. The second suspect, 18-year-old Jason Harrison, like I said, I'm not sure which one's which, was also taken into custody following a standoff. And connection between the two men is not immediately clear. The exact charges that Provost and Harrison will face have not been released, and this is an ongoing investigation. Like I said, it, it's quite crazy that all this shit is going on in Tangy right now. Okay, Tangy was not that was never been that type of area, and been having it in there a long time. Was bad as you having this. To me, these are kids. These are twenty something year old, eighteen, nineteen year old. These are kids. They they just don't get it. They don't they don't understand what they're doing. Aaron says, the connections, they're, all, they're altar boys and honor students together. Yeah, I doubt both of them together probably made a, got to a D minus most likely. So, I'm just, these kids, these kids just, they, they just don't, man. It's, it's freaking just insane. Next, we have a man over there in Hammond, which is in Tangibaho Parish also. This guy right here. And the Teens of Hope Parish Sheriff's Officer actually asking for the public's help to find him. For what? Not for missing church. He's wanted for attempted murder earlier this year. His name is Tradeus Walker. He's wanted for attempted secondary murder following an incident in May of 2022. They didn't give any more further, further information. But if you see him and come in contact with him, uh, run up to him, pat him on the back and say, good, no, just don't contact him or anything like that. Possibly armed and dangerous, allegedly. And, uh, so, uh, you can call 985-345-6150 if you see this man. Uh, got that big scar under his eye right here. See that big scar right there? Pretty easy to, I'm sure there's a little reward if you help catch them. But you got to help catch them first. Oh, the next guy. We're just rolling on through him now. This this fella right here, he's wanted. What is he wanted for? He stole. No, I'm not. not I wish he stole something. This guy right here is a piece of shit. He's wanted for raping a minor girl I'm, I'm assuming it's a girl but raping a girl at a motel in shreveport which is uh close to texas they believe uh he is allegedly the suspect of raping a child at a hotel in north louisiana this year this guy's name is christopher mcknight he's 41 years old he uh, allegedly committed the assault in a hotel room that he took the underage girl to. The crime was first reported by Shreveport Police in May, and he has not been found as of today. Uh, his last known address was in Baton Rouge. And uh, 
So if anybody sees him, they need to call 911 and get him arrested. Uh, cause he's a, a piece of shit pedophile that likes raping little girls. We know. And what do we do? What do we, what do we hope karma brings to pedophiles when they get to jail? For all the regular listeners? Yes. Uh, allegedly, yeah, no, we, we, we like, we hope karma brings a 15 inch spike dildo and ass fucks him until his colon falls out. That's what we hope happens to that guy. Cause he's a total piece of shit. Next, <laughs> we got another guy. This guy right here. Right there. I don't know how people would have turtlenecks like that though. That, bothers me <laughs> and that yeah uh, I, I always feel like I'm choking my mouth because I got such a fat neck or something this guy right here is a suspected gunman uh, who crashed his car after doing a drive-by shooting in Baton Rouge where a teenager was shot outside of his home the alleged gunman allegedly our favorite word on this podcast here, right, is allegedly. Crashed into a parked car just moments after he shot two people outside of their house in a brazen drive-by. The shooting happened about 2 p.m. Wednesday on Maplewood Drive in Baton Rouge. Two people, a 16-year-old and a 25-year-old, were reportedly shot in the front yard of their home. Both are suspected to survive. Well, that's one good thing, because... Fucking wanna be gangbangers can't hit nothing. Nothing. That's a good thing though. If not, murder rate would even be higher. So we're gonna talk about that in just a little bit. Immediately after the attack, they identified twenty year old Jarius or Jarius uh Snarl and he crashed into the back of a car in the same neighborhood. He was seen getting out of the car with an assault-style rifle. Well, as long as you say he had a long gun, he had a long gun on him. He reportedly ran from law enforcement, tossing the rifle in the car's license plate during the chase. What the fuck was he carrying a license plate in his hand? I mean, I mean, how the fuck he tossed the license plate? Anyway, they caught him. Uh, they learned that the rifle using the attack was reported missing from uh, Baytown, Texas. It was stolen out of Texas. He admitted to being behind the wheel of the car when it crashed, but denied shooting anyone. He said that he was driving. The gun popped up. He hit a bump. The gun popped up in the seat, started shooting people, and then fell back down. He said, oh, shit, gun, why did you do that? And that's when he crashed the car because he was freaking out because his gun was just shooting people all by itself. Because guns do that, right? Uh, no. You're the only person in the car. The guns didn't magically shoot nobody because people shoot people with guns. Guns don't shoot people, okay? Uh, anyway, they charged him with attempted first-degree murder, aggravated flight, obstruction of justice, hit and run, and possession of a stolen firearm. So he's probably still in jail. Uh, I would like to be in court when he's trying to explain the magical guns. I would like to see the magical guns that just jump up. I, I have, I have a gun laying in here and I have a gun over there. Uh, 
and I guarantee you, it's been laying there all day. It hasn't moved one inch. It's either the most well-behaved gun ever, or it's an inanimate object that if I don't pick it up and physically pull the trigger to activate the gun, it's not going to do nothing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Christina, you're right. Shocker, guns don't shoot people. Just like knives don't just stab people. Mom, it's amazing. I mean, it, it's like we are knocking out the fucking knowledge on this podcast today. Teaching some shit. Like I said, you know, how guns just, you know, of course, this man says, this man right here, he did own some magic guns. They just shot people all by themselves. Magic guns. He it wasn't even his guns. It wasn't his car and it wasn't his pants. He don't even know how he got in the damn car. He was just, he was driving a Honda and he woke up in a, in a Toyota. How the fuck does that happen? Nothing but knowledge. That's what we're doing. Like preparing people for, for their fucking, uh, we're, we're preparing people for their college educations on here. That's what we're doing. This next story is not a bad story. I wanted to throw it in there because, uh, it's, it, to me, it's sad, but I want to give this man his honor and his respect. This man right here, he passed away over the weekend, December 30th. He was 104 years old. This man was a World War II veteran, which there's not many, if any, barely any of these men, these real warriors left. This man was, was a true warrior. He fought in them two first wars like that, trust me. This man seen shit. It was in New Roads. This man was, uh, he was a World War II veteran as he was Corporal Leon Dixon Sr. and he passed away this past Thursday. He signed up for the Army in 1940. Uh, that's when Army was still segregated back then. He, uh, when he got back from the military after surviving that war, he started a successful trucking in Dirt Gravel Company in Point Capi Parish. He was honored to receive the key to the city and new roads in 2020 by the mayor. So he passed away peacefully in his sleep. He is the father of nine with many grandchildren. He was 104 years old. Hey, sir, uh, you know, all the respect. Uh, he lived a long life and you ever run into to old people like this? A lot of younger people out there now are like, like, oh man, I, was, I could have sat down and talked to this man for hours right here. Okay, this man lived over a century. I could have listened to this man for hours. Nothing with respect. I'm I'm sorry he passed, and I feel sorry for his family. But uh, rest easy, man. I mean, just. You know, 104 years old and a World War II veteran. He, uh, amnesia. <laughs> says amnesia's a bitch, yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, kind of hysteria says, yeah, I mean, it's the beer's fault, I guess, too, the alcohol when you got stuff like that. Uh, so. See what else we got. I don't think I got new pictures for a while. No. Oh, we had some had some partying going on in New Orleans over the weekend. You know, we always have partying going on in New Orleans. It's great. Uh, 
so much part and we had one person dead and five injured in a series of shootings across new orleans in a whole seven hour period i mean it's partying right there uh one person is dead and five more got wounded in a series of shootings wednesday night about 11 p.m they responded to a shooting on viola street new orleans east 16 year old got shot right there Two hours later, after that scene was cleared, a second gunshot wound victim was found in the area. The victim was declared, this one was declared dead. The other one. Then they were, and then they had to go investigate the other shootings. But only at least one died. Only one died. People can't shoot. So if you want to have a good time and get the t-shirt, go to New Orleans that night and you can come back and say, I was robbed and almost murdered in New Orleans during my vacation. If you want to go visit New Orleans, go during the day. And go with somebody that knows where they're going so you don't end up in the Ninth Ward or down an alley somewhere where you're going to get yourself murdered. Because uh, that's probably what's going to happen to you. Because New Orleans is a shit. Everybody's like, oh, I'm going to say, if you want to experience part of New Orleans, I'll just tell you how it smells, the smells of New Orleans. Just go inside of a porta can that's been used for a while sitting in the sun, okay? It's been used by a lot of people at a fair or something. And stand inside that porta can. It's pretty much how New Orleans smells, okay? It smells like a fucking porta can. If you don't believe me, talk to other people that's been down there. It's just the truth. It's, it smells like a, a fucking porta can. Uh, Mary Timer says, never met a smart punk. No, punks aren't usually smart there, buddy. They usually aren't. It's nearly when it's a crime that took place. It's not like violent, but this one was just, uh, this is just crazy. People didn't pay attention. He had a man that recently, uh, sold his house, went through a title company and everything. Uh, but then he got the news, uh, somehow, some shenanigans took place and uh the check didn't get sent to where it was supposed to got some kind of online thing or something like that but anyway $163,000 is now missing and for the house he sold the people are living in it and the house never got paid off so it's still in the other guy's name so uh be careful if you're gonna sell a house I'm not gonna do nothing online if I sell a house I'm going to do everything straight in person, period. So, uh, just saying, 163,000. They're trying to fix it, but, uh, let's hope they can. Let's hope they can, because that's going to mess up a whole bunch of people. And we're going to be back to, old, uh, Baton Rouge. Another great place to do your vacation in, if you want to get robbed and shot also. Uh, nearly a dozen people. Uh, had deadly overdoses over the Christmas weekend. It's a lot of people. These Banners Parish Quarters Office Christmas week will be recorded as one of the deadliest weeks for people who lost their lives to overdoses. 11 people died over the week-long time frame, according to the chief investigator for the coroner's office. When you get over one a day average, it comes, it becomes very concerning. So, uh, they had almost 12 people died 
from fentanyl overdoses just in the Baton Rouge area. Don't do drugs. I mean, <laughs> you're putting, I'm sorry. I've, I've had to deal with, uh, drug, and I didn't deal with it personally like I was addicted. But I had to deal with someone that was addicted to drugs. Uh, it's hard. It's hard on the whole family. But you know what? I'm sorry. You're, you're putting that shit in your body. And a drug addict, until they actually say, even when they say they want help, don't mean that it's actually going to take the first, second, or third, fourth, or fifth time. Uh, don't, what I feel sorry for this right here, I feel sorry for the families that are left behind from the people that died from these overdoses. But these people knew what chances they were taking when they put this poison in their body. If you ain't never been around then that you nar people that you narcan somebody, let me tell you what, when you narcan them and bring them back to life, you bring them back to life because they were just, they were dead. And you bring them back to life after you narcan them and they wake up and now they're pissed off. They're pissed off at you and the world because you know what? You just fucked their high up. You just completely ruined their high. And now they're mad. Sometimes they fight. Sometimes they run away. Because they don't need to go get more dope to do it again. I'm going to tell you, I can't explain to you how frustrating that is. For people I have not had to deal with it. Uh, I just watched a thing recently. Uh, You can go in and you can, in some of these, you know, safe injection sites. I mean, you go in and get needles and all the drug paraphernalia you need. Look at some of these places in California and everything. It's like, it's fucking horrible. It's like, it's like city of zombies, people walking around and shit like that. It's a problem. Everybody's like, oh, they just, they're sick and need help. They don't want help. 99% of them don't want help. So, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm cynical. Maybe I've just been a cop too long. My feelings don't feel bad. I don't feel bad for them. They, they made that choice themselves. So, pull up to the next picture here. Yeah, most of they're very violent with Narcan. It's a terrible thing to see. Yeah, I mean, they, they, it, they, it's not pretty when somebody's, uh, doing the Narcan thing. This fella right here. Uh, he, he's a church going fella right here. Never broke a law in his life. Right there. That guy. Anyway, this poor fella right here, I believe he is, uh, he's dead. He's dead right here. Uh, it's happened over there in Polk County with old Grady Judge, the sheriff. I love me some Grady Judge. Anyway, he was an inmate in the county jail. He died after having an altercation with some deputies. Uh, Eric Nielsen, right here, was arrested last week by the Lakeland Police Department after he was found with a baggie of, what did he have? Was it a baggie of gumballs? Uh, no. Was it some jelly beans? No. He had a baggie full of methamphetamine with some needles. 
not my pants. He told the officers that he was, he used the needles to shoot up meth. At least he's an honest dope head, right? He was arrested and charged with possession of meth and drug paraphernalia. Now, if he'd have been somewhere else, he wouldn't have been in jail. That's it. Oh, well, he's sick. He don't need to be in jail. Well, maybe so. Maybe he does have a problem. He does have a drug problem. But it's still against the law to possess the drugs. In some areas, anyway. So he went to jail. Come on. Come on, Nelson. You're going to jail, buddy. He was transported to the Sheriff's Processing Center. And he got agitated over there. He was like getting mad. Man, come on, man. I'm, I'm gonna be locked up in this jail and I need, I can hear my medicine. I need to get my medicine. That's what they call it. They need their medicine. They need their dope because they're gonna get dope sick up in there. Anyway, he began, he started cursing at the jail, jail workers and the nursing staff. He told the staff that he hadn't slept in five days. That's because you've been fucking messed up. You messed up and you messed up. That's why you ended up in jail, because all the messed up. The medical staff noted that he appeared to be under the, uh, <laughs> sorry, he appeared to be under the influence of illegal narcotics. This motherfucker probably ain't seen a sober day in a long time. Okay. I'm willing to bet that this guy ain't, he's like, ah. He went Madison. Anyway, he was placed into a private holding facility in a cell, basically probably a drunk tank. But they said that he became, he, he got angry, pissed him off. He's like, Oh, you let me out, this motherfucker, and started kicking the door and threatening, I'm going to beat your motherfucking ass. You had that badge on, I'm going to beat your ass. He threatened to harm deputies and other inmates. So he, he just was just, he didn't care. His violent behavior caused him to be placed in suicide watch. So basically, it's a padded cell. They put you in there, and all you have on is a paper gown, like a hospital gown, but it's pink and it's paper. That's like they take your underwear, take everything from you. Nothing in there. And then he was transferred to the South County Jail in Frostproof. Once arriving in a medical dorm, he began striking... A detention deputy. Three deputies were in the room with him and they struggled to get him under control. Officials said that more deputies entered the room to apprehend him. After multiple attempts, deputies managed to subdue him in handcuffs and shackles. Continued to struggle, but he was carried by four deputies into his cell. Let me tell you what, you're dealing with a motherfucker on, they, he could have been 5'2 and 100 pounds. You whacked out on drugs like that? <laughs> it's hard to deal with motherfuckers like that because you don't feel no pain or nothing like that, okay? And for some reason, they're way stronger. Once in his private cell, they said that he wasn't breathing. And he wasn't saying, I can't breathe. He, like, really wasn't breathing. Because if you're saying, I can't breathe, you're breathing because you have to be able to breathe or words won't come out of your mouth. So he like really wasn't breathing in that he had changed colors from this pretty tan pinkish color to a, a bluish color. And he hadn't eaten any Smurfs 
at all. The, the jail is Smurf free. So we know he didn't eat Smurfs. Anyway, the, the nurses came running. They got the AED, the, uh, you know, portable defibrillator. They did CPR, shocked him, transported him to the local hospital, and he's dead. I was waiting to hear violins or something, and it just didn't happen. Anyway, they said he had an extensive arrest record. He totaled 16 total criminal charges, including 12 felonies and four misdemeanors and five felony convictions. His prior criminal charges included rape, battery on a law enforcement officer, resisting arrest with violence, failure to uh, register as a sex offender, the use of false information, fugitive from justice, grand theft auto, grand theft dealing with stolen property, possession of heroin, intent to sell, and drug possession. Cause of death is still being determined in the four, and four investigations are underway. Uh, I'm going to take a shot in the dark on this one. Uh, he, his heart probably exploded. Excited to live. He probably died of some kind of heart attack. You use that much drugs for uh, that, that amount of time and especially methamphetamine and what it does to your body is, uh, is, is horrible. So, uh, it, I'm willing to bet because <laughs> from that amount of exertion and everything else, his heart probably just exploded and gave out. Uh, if you can see right here, this tattoo, they got this little piece blurred out, but he's got a tattoo on his head right here. It says, fuck cops. Well, you lost, buddy. You lost. Uh, we will not be, he will not be fucking any more cops, obviously. Uh, so I'm not even going to say all right, but just good riddance. All right, bye-bye. He's gone. Yeah. We don't have to worry about him being arrested no more. He's gone. Let's see what we got next. Just moving right along. How long have been doing this? Longer than I thought. Let's see where we're at. We're right here. <laughs> this is messed up also. Okay. Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office uses facial recognition technology to arrest the man. Uh, you have to verify stuff. Uh, anyway, Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office, uh, they nabbed a high-end purse thief using facial recognition. The man from Georgia who was jailed for almost a week but guess what? It's the wrong dude. The detective took the algorithm at face value to secure a warrant and arrested Randall Reed, 28 years old, in June for theft of luxury purses in a metro consignment shop. Uh, his attorney, Tommy Calegro, said a Baton Rouge Police Department detective then adopted JPSO's identification of Reed to secure an arrest warrant alleged, allegedly he was among three men involved in other luxury purse thefts the same week at a shop on Jefferson Highway in Baton Rouge. The thieves allegedly stole more than 
$10,000 in Chanel and Louis Vuitton purses in three days. I, I've never understood. I mean, I don't know. A purse is a purse, right? I mean, we're going to put shit in it and carry it around. I don't understand why it has to cost that much money. But I got a dick, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, they pulled over uh, Reed on November 25th as he drove on Interstate 20 in Georgia, headed to a late Thanksgiving celebration with his mom. They told him he had a warrant out of Jefferson Parish. I said, what is Jefferson Parish? <laughs> I've never been to Louisiana a day in my life. <laughs> then they told me it was for theft. So not only have I not been to Louisiana, I also don't steal. <laughs> he was booked in the county jail in Georgia as a fugitive, but was let go on December 1st when a jail official said, uh, JPSO detectives tactically admitted the error and rescinded the warrant. I think they realized they went out on a limb making an arrest based on a, based on a face, they said. Uh, yeah, you can't, uh, I like technology as much as the other guy. Okay. But before you just rely 100% on technology, uh, you need to do physical work. Uh, I think a lot of the, I think a lot of law enforcement, especially younger guys now, or uh, they rely too heavily on technology. Get your hands dirty. Get out there and put some boots on the pavement and do work. Don't rely on computers and algorithms and all this other stuff to do the work for you. You're going to have to physically do it yourself. And, uh, Holster is like a lawsuit. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know, uh, especially me. If that had been me and I'd never, you know, been a law abiding citizen my entire life and I'd never been to Louisiana and then you know, put a warrant out for me and arrest me. Yeah. I'm going to sue the shit out of some people and they're going to pay. They will pay. Excuse me for a minute. I'm going to text my wife who's leaving work because I, I need some more uh, pop for my whiskey. And there we go. Just sent it. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm not going to put my career in the line either unless all the stars are aligned in there with it. So, like I said, technology is great, but uh you better make sure that shit's right before you uh before you start making arrests and getting warrants and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's already been proven that uh Facial recognition, uh, don't work the same on, uh, with black people than it does white people for some reason. So, I mean, especially if this guy happens to be, uh, black or something like that. So you can't, you can't rely on it. So I bet you they won't be using that to get warrants anymore. No, this, this story here, I was going to pull a video up. I just totally forgot, uh, this one pisses me off. I don't know if you're talking to me, Roy, what, but I don't work in the office. Uh, so, you must be talking to Holstera. Anyway, they got some uh, residents in Louisiana 
So people are wanting, uh, and I, I, want, I want some more something done this dude besides he got a ticket, okay? They have a, a neighborhood since Satsuma. Uh, they had, these people had a pet deer. And this dude knew that the deer was a pet and he shot these people's deer. The deer recently just walked into the, uh, a fucking daiquiri shop over Christmas holidays and stuff, and people were just petting it and stuff. It was like the neighborhood deer. It was a doe. It was a female deer. And this dude fucking shot these people's deer. And, uh, of course, he got tickets for, you know, illegal discharge, cruelty, and animal and stuff like that. But this motherfucker, he needs to go to jail because it pisses me off. You got little kids crying and shit like that. The deer's name was Butterbean. Uh, I'm trying to show a picture. I don't think I have a picture on here. But uh I was going to pull a video. And, and, oh, here it is. Here's Butterbean. I don't know if y'all can see it or not. Butterbean back there. Uh, but this guy shot Butterbean. And uh, he could be jailed up to 90 days and pay $2,800 in fines. Personally, I think this dude needs his fucking ass stomped for shooting Butterbean, okay? There's plenty enough wild deer out there that you can go kill. You, I mean, you, you shot a tamed fucking deer. You could probably walk up to it and shoot it and hit with a pistol. I mean, it walked up to people. It was somebody's pet. And, uh, I can't stand motherfuckers like that. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just, It just, that, that dude pisses me off. I wish I had a, you know, butter bean probably was delicious, but they have other non-butter beans out there that they could have shot and killed. So fuck that dude. Uh, I hope karma comes and gets him. And we know what karma, what I like karma to bring with, with him or her when it comes. His next story is not Louisiana, but I wanted to put it up there anyway. Uh, this little boy right here. No, he's not a criminal, of course. Too young. He was four years old when he passed away. He's in Georgia. He, uh, he drowned while he was taking swimming lessons over this, this past summer. And, uh, the prosecutor, the, the DA filed charges against the swim instructor for, um, I think man's involuntary manslaughter because I think they had a whole bunch of kids in the pool. She was teaching swimming lessons and uh when all the kids got out somebody noticed that he was on the bottom of the deep end of the pool. This is another one I'd like to know people's opinion on uh cuz the sheriff's office said we're not pressing charges it was a tragic accident. And the district attorney's like, "Well, I'm pressing charges on her." Then put which is basically like negligent homicide. It's negligent, yes. I mean, but I think part of the issue was that, uh, the person doing the swimming, like giving the swimming lessons didn't allow the parents to stay in there while they were doing it, made them go sit in their cars and stuff, which I understand part of that would be most likely because, you know, the kids, if the parents are there, the kids aren't going to want to listen or pay attention as, as much, but, if the parents were there, you'd be watching your kid and you'd have noticed if he went to the bottom of the pool. Uh, do I think 
my personal opinion, do I do I think this swim instructor needs to go do any jail time or anything? No. Worst case, if if you get convicted for your negligence, uh, probation, pay some fines because I'm sure the family's going to see the shit out of her anyway. Money's not going to bring back this poor little boy right here, but it was an accident. So that's my opinion. Let me know what yours is. I mean, maybe some people. I mean, I know if it was my kid, I'd be mad. But jail time. I, I don't. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't on purpose. It wasn't like they went out to rob somebody or nothing like that. It was an accident. So, do I think that the instructor needs to go to jail? No. Probation. Yeah, put her on probation, but no jail time. I don't know if anybody else thinks what would they think about it or not. So, y'all let me know. And we had an article saying that the Baton Rouge murder rate was down for 2022. So you think that it was an accident. I mean, yes, she should have been paying attention more, but it wasn't, you know, no criminal intent was involved. So I'm just saying I don't think new jail time should be done. But they said 2022 that the murder rate in Baton Rouge went down like 23%. Wow, right? I tried looking it up. I wasn't able to find it. Uh I wanted to... Know how many people got shot in Baton Rouge for 2022? Uh, that's what I want to know. Maybe not as many people died, but I can guarantee you they had more people got shot in Baton Rouge than they did in 2021. You can't turn the news on out here on a daily basis without somebody have not been, uh, taking a bullet, getting shot. So, I'm not sure, uh, no crime this far this year in Baton Rouge. I don't know. Let me look. I'll tell you. If <laughs> I know, I did take a picture, I believe. Let me see. Let me pull this up. Uh, look at it. We are, Baton Rouge is 146.27% higher than the, than the national, uh, the national average for their murder rate and crimes. So we have 77, uh, yeah, we, we, we're listed like we're horrible. It's, it's horrible. So let me see if they had any murders yet. Uh, a lot about that. We had a person shot at a apartment complex today. Uh, just, just a little bit ago, uh, about two hours ago, two and a half hours ago. Uh, they're in hospital in stable condition. So they didn't die, but there he got people getting shot. Uh, so we had somebody struck and killed uh on the interstate we had an ambulance driver get killed in a crash uh a lot of fires we had lots of fires but no i haven't seen anybody killed yet but i'm not saying that this is just in baton rouge so i don't think anybody died yet but it ain't like they didn't try 
<laughs> they just, like I said, they can't shoot. It ain't like they didn't try. They tried to shoot them, but they didn't quite make it. So that is all stories I have today. Uh, come back Wednesday uh, for the midweek news. I know Holster will be here with me. Uh, I'm not sure if the box or red or if uh, Freebird, which ones will be here. But I know Holster will be here unless he's in the hospital. And he'll still try to be here. I can, I can tell you that for personal uh, thing. Oh, uh, if anybody, I got to check mine may be in. Uh, I have, where they at? Where did I put it? I don't have my t-shirts. If anybody wants to get that stand with Darby t-shirt, they're on the Etsy store also. Like I said, I will, uh, all the money, here it is. This t-shirt right here. All the money I make off of any of these, this is the back, it says free William Darby. The front of it says, uh, stand with William Darby. Uh, you can go back, look at the Keelan Darby episode if you want to know the story or you can go, I stand with Darby.com and explains it. All the money I make off this t-shirt, I'm going to, I'm giving to their fund to help on their uh, legal expenses, try to get this man out of jail. He don't deserve to be in jail. So, uh, y'all can go check that out also. So, everybody else, I mean, go get your cigars at, uh, mypatriotcigar.com. Use promo code MotorCop15, get 15% off. Go like and subscribe on all the, uh, on, got my own website you can go to and go to Facebook and Instagram and all in places, TikTok and, and subscribe on there. Uh, we got the Patreon. I just did a, I'm doing separate on uh, lives on Patreon now for Clubhouse members, putting out extra episodes on there. I'm always putting pictures and videos and stuff up there also. If anybody wants to join the Patreon, help me pay the bill. I want to appreciate all the people that stuck around on, uh, this Vaughn live over here. Uh, I wish y'all's chat would pop up in here, but it don't, but I got it on here. If y'all want to, uh, go ahead and follow me on Vaughn live. I appreciate that also. Uh, Every, we'll be back Wednesday also. I'm going to check to see if we were live on Rumble. Uh, I'm trying that now also. So I appreciate everybody. And uh, remember, everybody, stay safe. Watch your back. Always smile because I could be behind you writing your ticket. And remember, I'm not a sheepdog. Be a lion. And uh, out music, I don't know where it's at either. Let me try to locate it real fast for y'all so we can have it. I don't know what happened with this one. Oh, did y'all like the uh, the call-in stuff? I'm not sure if y'all did or not. So just let me know if y'all do if y'all did like it. You know, like I said, if y'all did, I can. Do it some more. You know, we'll try doing some more calling stuff. Even though I had two people calling and they were both part of the show. All right. So be safe. Cause I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'ma do shit my way. 
So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make Yo, I got a lot of shit to say So I'ma do this every day